Hey, you are listening to another episode of Connecting the Dots. My name is Cassie Hubert and it's my pleasure to be your host today. This podcast is to really explore the ways that our creativity and our parenthood, especially for those of us who are mothers, actually overlap a lot and how the things we've learned in our creative lives, whether professional or um, amateur and for the love of, really have a lot of crossover with the way we parent and the way we explore connection with our kids because it all comes down to connection. So today's episode is about knowing the play you're in or knowing the season you are in. You might not all be actors. So yeah, today I'd like to chat with you about the way that recognizing which season we are actually in as opposed to the season we sort of imagine we are in can make all the difference in the world to how we approach the work whether the professional work or the work of growing and deepening connection and you know functional life with our families and our kids so one of those key things to remember is you can do and have it all or at least most of it but you really can't do and have it all at the same time. Now, maybe you are not like me and you don't get, you know, squirrel brain excited. Oh, but I can do this and this. Maybe you're really clear on what you're very good at. Or you have a couple of things you know you're really good at and the rest you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. But if you have a multidisciplinary background or, you know, you can do a bit of this, bit of that, bit of something else, you can find yourself getting a little stuck because you think, well, I could be doing that and I could be doing this and I could chase that. And then you end up going nowhere. Now, lots of people will talk about this, about really honing in on your niche and, or, or niche, if you're American, and honing in on what you think is really important and what you're trying to focus on. Because if you're anything like me, trying to do multitask things is sort of easy-ish. There are ways of actually making it really functional. But if you're trying to do three things at once, chances are you're not doing any of them fully. And this is both applicable to our work life whether that's the projects we're picking and whether we're trying to do an album or taking some time to research for a book or maybe we are thinking about whether we take on this role in a film or whether we want to write our play so that we can put our play on and perform in that or whether, you know, whatever it is that you do, whatever your particular creative outlet is or field of expertise and profession And we can find ourselves uncertain about which we do because we're trying to do a bit of everything. Now, I sing and I've always wanted to write and record an album. I've recorded guest vocals and backing vocals on a couple of them, but never my own. And it's something I'd love to do. And I have a very small back catalogue of songs of my own of things that I have written and some of them have got real legs and would be great if they were recorded and put together. And then... I look at it and I go, they're all so different. They're not going to come together. And then I suddenly have an idea of doing something else entirely. And I think, oh, oh, I've got this idea and I'd like to put poems and work together. This is a great idea. I also would like to perform again. And I want to be able to do plays that are meaningful to me. I mean, you know, do good plays full stop. It doesn't have to be all personal stuff. But it's like I want to pick things. And I've been thinking I've got some ideas of writing. So I've been sort of writing a play, which then a little while ago when I lost the work and then thankfully refound the work after writing about 20,000 words, it was very disappointing to lose it. But I found it again. 
But not until I'd started rewriting it to just go, well, I'll go back from memory because it's amazing how when you let things settle and they come back to you that you start to realise where the holes were and have new ideas that have already fixed some of the problems you had before. And this time when I started writing it, it became more of a musical. I mean, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Hamilton thinking it was a mixtape. So it's possible it's not a musical and then it might turn into one or vice versa. But, you know, so I've got about three or four songs on a journey and story for that, which is great. So I've got that. But I can't actually really do any of them at the moment. I'm also doing this podcast, which is great. And it's I find talking easy. But I want to perform and I'm trying to write and keep up with blogs and then also do all the businessy, social media-y, marketing-y stuff, which is just crazy town because it's just a whole other learning curve. And then I'm also trying to work on... Um, I've I've made a bunch of really lovely digital art pictures that I want to start selling um, for some cards and some prints. But my head is full of about five or six different projects and none of them are able to be dealt with properly in one go. Can you relate? Equally, we can be the same in our motherhood and our parenting. We can feel like we've got to be the home cook person. Maybe you don't, but I love to cook and so I really enjoy doing that for my family. But I be the home cook person and suddenly I have a panic that they're all eating. We've had a brinner far too many nights this week. Or I feel like my son has only eaten oat cakes and my daughter's eaten toast for about three weeks. Now they're autistic, so sometimes that's a bit of a thing for them anyway. But even so, there's part of me that's just going, I need to get some vegetables into them. And then I have a panic and how am I going to get the five a day, which has now gone up to eight a day and would ideally be at least 10 a day, which could be doable and would be very tasty. But, you know, I start thinking I've got to do all of that. Or then I try and rewrite my whole life and make it work so that I get them out of the house every day, forgetting the fact that it's not actually as possible for me right now because for a variety of reasons, but I need support. I need physical help. Also, I don't have the car a lot of the time, though that's changing. And so you can start thinking, oh, I've got to do all these things. Or you start thinking, well, I really want to have quality time with my children. And now I hope you do want to have quality time with your children. It's really special and important, but you can feel like, I want to have an hour with them today and an hour with them tomorrow. And and then suddenly you're going, I can't fit it all. And oh, and then the washing goes and you don't do the laundry. And then you realize you've got a mountain to do. Or you suddenly realize one of your children has dirty their nappy and spread it places. And you need to go and tackle that. And that takes like half an hour, 40 minutes to deal with. And I hope this isn't your standard. But anyway, um, you know, there's a whole load of things that suddenly take you out of this whole world. And I think what I'm I'm trying to share here is something that I've been really learning. Because when you have lots of ideas or lots of things you're quite good at or just lots of things you'd like to do, it can be really difficult and frustrating when you feel like you're trying to do them all. But you can't really get going on any of them and you're not really doing any of them properly. Now, there are a few things that I think really help. The first Hence the title is Know the Play You're In. If you are in a pantomime, yes, you need to have conviction and purpose with you're playing the young ingenue or you're playing the, the evil villain or you're playing the dame. Great fun. You need to have some clarity on what you're doing in that. And so, you know, you can't just phone it in because it won't work. But you can't play it in the same way that you play a Tennessee Williams play a character. You can't play Blanche Dubois in that style, when you're playing an ingenue as a pantomime, it just won't work. Or you're playing a baddie villain, which has got to be a bit fun and funny and, you know, encourage the booze. You don't want to be trying to play it like some crazy psychopath from a film. You know, knowing what play you're in is really important so that you are able to meet the expectation, effectively meet the brief. 
And in the same way with our lives, both professionally or just creatively, if it's not our profession, and also our motherhood, we really need to know where we actually are. So the first thing to do is to ask yourself really clearly, okay, what season am I in? You know, sometimes it helps to write it down, go, these are all the things I want to do. And just get them all out because whether that, again, professional and parental, um, these are all the things I really want to do. And I'm going to steal this from the Lazy Genius. She's brilliant, by the way, if you haven't. I don't really want loads of people to listen to loads of other podcasts and not listen to mine, obviously. But truthfully, I love podcasts and I listen to them. And she's fantastic. If you check out the Lazy Genius, I'll put the link in the show notes and I'll see if I can find the particular one. But she talks in her book, actually, about, you know, asking yourself what could matter what does matter and what matters most because there are seasons when what matters most doesn't mean that the other things don't matter it just means these are the things you need to focus on so maybe right now rather than trying to write the songs and write the play and come up with a whole bunch of other ideas I have a whole load of pieces of art that I would like to turn into prints I've got some money to put them and get them started maybe all I need to do is focus on the one thing And trust that the other stuff will come. It's a great idea. If it is a great idea, rather, it'll stick and it won't disappear. It'll come back to me at a later date. And just do the little bits that move you closer. And that's another real lazy genius thing. You know, she talks about we always undermine the idea of tiny steps. We think unless they're massive, go big or go home, it doesn't work. And yet it's it's so untrue because most of the time we cannot sustain the go big or go home. I mean, how many of you have started on New Year's Day and gone, yes, all the resolutions, and then by January the 8th, I don't know what resolutions they were, but now I'm sitting with a tub of Ben and Jerry's and not even going to my gym membership. I'm going to cancel, you know, or whatever. You know, we we make it too big and we can't do it, or we chicken out. So do a stupid goal. Think of what you want to do and just do a tiny bit to build towards that. But the other thing is also with parenting, it's the same. Maybe this is a season, I think I mentioned it last week, when you do need to get out more for us it's been such a weird 18 months hasn't it you know we haven't gone out and done stuff it's been moving to a new area still trying to figure out our friends and who we see and but it's just that getting to know people and finding things in regular rhythm and being able to see each other actually especially for my eldest who's an extrovert and a people person rather like me she needs more opportunities to go out and do things which does have the impact that it means that we will be taxiing more or going out and about more or having more appointments to keep to. Sometimes that's really important. Other times it's time to have the courage to lead me on to my next thing, to be able to say no. Say no to things that don't matter and not beat yourself up about them. And I think we need to recognise the season we're in and say, no, I can't do this right now. There is no point in pushing ourselves to strive harder and harder and harder. And when it comes to connection, particularly with our family and with ourselves, we need to focus more on the qualitative rather than the quantity. And don't underestimate the power of a good chat in the car on the way to school or a good chat as you fold some laundry together. Don't underestimate. You want to be more playful because it connects with your kids, but you don't know how. Don't think you've got to give them 45 minutes of active, imaginative play. You know, 
I'm an actor. I love improvising. I still find that really hard because, you know, easier with my older, older one now because she's got more to bring to the table. So we've been recording fake adverts. That's been great fun. But like when they're younger, it's really hard because it's not exciting for me. So you do it for them, which is important, but it's okay. So do it for 10 minutes or five minutes. Start small and just give yourself a break and go, right now I don't have the energy. Right now I don't have the mental capacity to do all of these things. Right now I can't face doing all of this. But I can do this one thing. So I don't know if that's very vague for you. I hope that's more helpful than it sounds to me in my head. I'll have to listen back and see. But I think the biggest thing is as we connect and we grow in connection, it's learning to listen to the important words. And that's not the same as skim reading, the equivalent in talking and conversation of skim reading. It's more you're looking for the key words and you're looking for the key moments. It's not all about everything. And Right now, I am not in a season that I can go off and really pursue finding acting work. Some may come to me, as it, praise God, sometimes does, and it's lovely to get those opportunities, but this is not where I am right now. And I can live in that constant tension of frustration knowing that I'm not being able to do the thing and trying to do the thing, and I want to fully mother, but I want to be... and, And just tie myself in knots and feel rubbish that I'm not doing any of it right and feel like my heart is in two places. Or I can go, right now, the season I am in releases me to be really here and maybe they'll they'll be the one creative project I have a bit more energy at the end of the day to go and do I can sit on the iPad and do some drawing this is good I can't go to 85 rehearsals so you know I hope that helps you and I hope wherever you are in your journey at the moment that this is something you can apply you have permission if you need it to not take more on and to really know the season you are in So if you have enjoyed this podcast or Connecting the Dots, the podcast generally, then it would mean such a lot to me if you wouldn't mind hopping over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review because it, again, it boosts recognition, it helps people to find it and and also maybe just consider if there's an episode that you've listened to that you've either really found entertaining or encouraging or you've found helpful, be so great if you'd share it, maybe share it with a friend. It would be so cool because I'd love people to hear more things that can help and encourage them equally if you would like to connect with me then you can find me mostly on instagram i am at creative performer mum and you can also find me on twitter as at create underscore mother i will put the links for those in the show notes they're on my link tree so check that out and if you'd like to hear more i do a monthly newsletter called connect create and resonate with the idea that it helps you grow connection work on your creating you know and encourage your creating and also resonate with those around you because that's kind of what we want to do we all want to be vibrating in connection with one another that sounds bizarre but you know what i mean so if that's of any interest to you then again link in the show notes it would be so great to have you but for now i would love to wish you a wonderful week filled with joy creativity and connection with you your soul god and your people as well as your work have a great week god bless you